Hey, it's Uncle Ann. It's Tammy. And this is John Cash. You're listening to the John Cash Show podcast. I love us for real. Go, New York. John Cash. <laughs> Yo, listen to John Cash. Good day. I was about to say good morning. Whatever time you're listening to this uh, this podcast, this is an all-new edition of the John Cash Show podcast. Once again, I am the rabbi of Ratchet. Oh, I got an itch right here. Mm. <laughs> I'm John Cash. And Tammy's looking at me. Like, so weird. Like, I have an itch and it just hit me like right now. But anyway, um, introduce yourself, my lovely Tammy Benet. Yes. Hi, everyone. And how are you doing today? Fabulous, as always. Okay, you seem to be in a much better mood than the past two weeks. <laughs> Hopefully, this goes well for Uncle Ant. Oh, who, hey, hey, hey. Who, who is who is what who has been like on the receiving end of tammy's oh, wrath my fury <laughs> <laughs> the, the past couple of shows sorry uncle Ann. i'm hiding behind a curtain with tammy that's <laughs> fucked up. i'm not gonna get me how are you feeling today i feel fantastic that's good yeah um week some well yeah the week's been good the uh, week's been good to me yes yes so thanks so <sighs> now, you asked me how my week was. You're gonna say fabulous. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we just cut like a minute off the show. <laughs> I just no, wanted to let was, you know. How's your week, baby? That I'm going to Boston this week, and I'm gonna bring you back a Boston Red Sox Fuck cap. You. So, <laughs> oh, sorry, I wanted I to get that, that in. <laughs> oh, that is you that can't stand it. I am a staunch New York Yankees fan. Don't you ever give me anything Boston related or hell, even Houston Astros related, and I'm. I'm so glad wow. that a few weeks ago they got their ass beat by the Washington Nationals and they didn't win the World Series. Fuck you, Yahoos. I mean, except the ones that listen to the Jar Cast Show podcast in Texas. <laughs> Specifically Houston. Shout out to Houston and, and Dallas. Shout and, out to Dallas. And uh, San Antonio. <laughs> Getting tremendous feedback from the shows, tremendous feedback from the different markets and stuff. You know. The numbers in the, the, you know, they climbing. And I'm very, um, very happy about that, especially. Whoop, whoop. Um, I'm on board whoop, whoop. with. Uh, Do a little twerk for that. Ow, 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 ow. Okay. We see what you working with. Ain't nothing you ever do a little twerk. Tammy got hips. Let me hips. tell you something. She got hips. Beautiful <laughs> hips. Booty. These thunder thighs right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a ministry of their own. Yes. yes. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Kanye's Sunday service. <laughs> We're gonna start Tammy's Sunday service. We're gonna have her go to the different give go to the different uh, uh services and twerk. That is an hourglass, honey. Yes. Praise and worship. Yes. Ooh, I don't have them Meg knees. I don't have them 20-year-old knees. But, you know, I could drop like I could drop it a couple times. Yeah. But this can't stay down there when I get there. And I, I, I got to like, pop, pop right back up. Uh, speaking of Megan Thee Stallion, I love Megan Thee Stallion. I love her. I just love her. She's, she's, she's amazing. I just really don't know enough about her to love her. You know, I, I you sent me a song. <laughs> <laughs> I just shot a look. I, can't, I just shot a look at Tammy. Like, you sent me a song, and then I think I'd heard it. You know, on my when my friend was in town and we were at this club, and I was like, "Wait, I think this is making a stallion." <laughs> she, she felt hip at that moment. 
Like, no, I, I didn't. I was literally <laughs> sitting down okay. through like half the songs, but it it, it was a Megan Stallion song. And um, all I liked, the, the line I liked in the song is, you know, it's very expensive to date me. And I was like, okay, Megan. But other than that, I don't know. What she, I, I really don't know what she's about. Like, I haven't researched enough because I, I don't feel a draw. And we, I've talked about that with yeah. you. Like, I don't I don't really like her aesthetic. I don't really like her. I'm just not drawn to her where I have to be like, ooh, let me go listen to Megan Stallion. Okay. And uh, well, what? Mm-hmm. I I don't normally like uh, twerky kind of music like that. Sorry, y'all. Twerky is the best I could do. But her energy and even she's very beautiful to me. Very she's good looking. Gorgeous, yeah. Um, but she's also an Amazon. And any Amazon <laughs> you put in front of me, I love. Typically, a, oh, a tall girl. That's probably why I like Ciara. You put a tall girl in front of me. <laughs> No, Amazon. She's petite. No, her her height. She's she's oh, like okay. a tall. Like those are Amazons to me. Like they're just they're gonna stand up. They're giraffes, and I like a giraffe. Favorite animal. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Megan, the way her body is shaped is incredible, and I think that's what people are drawn to. And she has complete confidence on stage. She can master a stage kind of on her own. And you look at my girlfriend, who I love, Little Kim. Shout out to you. It's a different kind of energy. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen her on a stage. Like I Megan? literally have no oh. interest in like Power. Megan. Power. Um, I can't. I can't get. I can't get into like the hokey, like cowboy costume thing. And I can't get past that. And I okay. can't just. Get, I just can't get past like. I love her. You know. So I'm not a Megan twerking. fan. You know. I think it's the great thing right now is you know just not to you know get on just the subject. But I think there are a lot of uh, female rappers that are out right now and i think we have choices and so i don't have to jump on the megan bandwagon so and i'm happy about that are you on the remy bandwagon <laughs> are you on the remy my bandwagon i like remy what's happening mean... to remy she's just like, so quiet is it quiet or is it just me because you listen to all this thing these things she, she, I'm listening she, to gospel she, <laughs> <laughs> i've been to your house <laughs> I, I come to your house all the time i've never heard not one gospel song that's because I can't play it around heathens. <laughs> you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be. Uh, what what they call it? Uh, uh, evangelist. Yeah, you're supposed to be evangelizing <laughs> to, to people like me. Yes. Yes. I do li- listen to twerky music, Anthony. Though I just haven't. You know, it's just not make make the style. Yeah. So are you on the Nicki Minaj bandwagon? You know damn well I'm not. <laughs> The reason you know I'm not. But you did see this Tasha K interview. Uh, in, uh, was doing an interview with her. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, she's Tasha K. You didn't send that to me. Oh, well, I will send that to you. Tasha K. Well, Tasha K is doing an interview with her. Tasha K is, like John, is anti-Cardi B. No, 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 no. Let's just just clear this up, okay? I'm not anti-Cardi B. I just feel like the the Nikki... I don't feel like people who like Cardi B are authentic. I feel like they like her just because she's an alternative to Nicki Minaj, who has been a dynasty in the female rap game. Dynasty. She's been a dynasty. She's ruled the female rap game okay, for 10 I, years. Okay, I'll take that. I'll for take 10 that. years. Is that fair? Well, maybe not the past year and a half, yeah. but like definitely yeah. within the past like 10, 11 years, she's been on the top for the majority of it. Right. And you think the only, pe- the only reason why people like Cardi is because they need a, a they, different sound or more a different person. Yeah. It's like, they're like, oh, anybody. Yes, anybody. Nick, knack, paddywhack, give a dog a bone. Literally, that's one of the, uh, Cardi, uh, Cardi B's lyrics. And people are like, oh, fire. I don't think, I don't think it's, 
I agree with you to some degree. I just think also, if you look at the aesthetic of all those girls, it's very similar. All those women, excuse me, it's very similar. Down to I know a little about makeup, I guess. Down to the but eyeliners, the lashes they use. Cardi's aesthetic to Megan's. That is a color thing that we should talk about around. Oh wait a minute! No, 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 no! I am not a colorist. <laughs> oh, I am not a colorist. I am a brown skilled girl, <laughs> so and I, I am not a colorist. Girls, Megan, because she's browner than all of them. I love a brown skin. A brown skin girl, isn't that a so reggae no. song? Okay. I do like some dark skin. Uh, brown right. skin girl. Uh, Chocolate. Right. The so. reason why I brought up Nicki Minaj before this turns <laughs> into like BET Teen Summit. WWF. <laughs> oh, not Teen Summit. <laughs> the, the reason why I brought it up is because she recently got married. Yes. She's now Mrs. Petty. Yes. Ain't that. And it's so funny <laughs> to hear that when you hear pe- when people call her like, Hey, Miss Petty, or Hey, Queen Petty, and it's just like, are they making a joke? And I was like, Oh, wait, his his she name is actually Petty. She jumped through so many hoops to be called Mrs. Petty. Yes. And she gets married to the gentleman I mean, that you, she's married to. You're, you know, you were just given the name King Petty. Well, yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm King Petty. Anybody that know me in real life, you didn't you know. have to get married for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, would you? And and this is what led to this um this question of the week. Would you marry for love or for security? Now, I'm going to go around the, the table. Tammy. You asking me first? Yes. <laughs> Neither. I try to be, I try to have ladies first. I try to have some sort of decorum here. Neither. I wouldn't marry for love or security. I think those are both horrible reasons to get married. Um... As far as security is concerned, I think security can change. You can be in a place where you feel like you're secure in the, in the marriage or you feel like you've, especially in this secure the bag culture where everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, bag a, you know, bag a athlete or secure the bag or fuck future and try to get, you know, get some child support out of it. You no, know, and that's but these <laughs> women are sleeping with them because they're, they're looking for their come up. They're, there's no there's no other reason to sleep with a man that has like nine kids. Like it's just Ooh. unprotected. So it's just it's just not no, any other reason. They are hoping that they're the one that secures the bag, that gets the ring, that gets the baby, that gets the whatever they need to get out of those situations. And I think that, you know, that security changes. So one person may be financially stable at one point and then something changes, uh, changes. And then are you going to stick with them after they, they're not the gazillionaire they were when you met them or they weren't st- as stable as, as they met them or they lose their job or whatever. And I think love is just, a, I don't believe in love. I just had so, a, like a knee jerk. <laughs> the whole table I just don't. shook. Ladies <laughs> I don't believe in love in a traditional sense. And that, you know, speaking about, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the sappy uh, love movies where we're, I think it's it was something that we were just kind of sold. So it was like are the baby boomers and in, in the generations before them married for you were told to marry for security. Then after that, they're like, Oh fuck security. You need to, you need to be in love with this person. And then, and then now I, I feel like we need to find the balance where we're actually m- marrying people for fucking gold. So try that for partnership, for leaving legacies, for, for has, 
preparing something for your children's children that is um that is cool that is maybe financial stability whatever it is i'm just not like i love you and i'm not gonna and i'm just gonna marry you i even my first husband he uh, he maybe maybe security because i mean he he you know he made at the time six figures or whatever but it definitely wasn't love definitely was not no well, listen, I was going to try to define love and define security in as many ways as possible, but I'm probably, I don't want to say hopeless. I'm I'm a romantic in that way. I'm going to marry for sure that love feels like multiple ways, not just the, I love you so much, but that love is a person um, helping to grow you and you grow them. That's like an expression of love and you're both doing it willingly. Um so that I can work with because that's going to build security at some point if you don't already have it right. um, because you're really setting goals. But you're right about that, like setting goals to kind of get somewhere. Um, and I commitment. Would, if security is about and commitment. But if security is specifically about finance, I don't want to do that because when I, th- I believe if you marry for, for the financial aspect of that, you have to give something in return that you may or may not want to give. And right. how long can you stay married to a person giving that thing that may not be something you really want to give? Um, wholeheartedly sex all of your time taking care of things that you wouldn't normally want to take care of i don't i don't nah you're not gonna get me in that corner my friend Mm -hmm. no that's a very good viewpoint i know shit (laughs) (laughs) he's like i came up with it myself i know it's good i'm smart (laughs) right you is smart Mm -hmm. you is kind Mm -hmm. yes and (laughs) take the kind shit off of that uh okay okay let okay. me tell y'all a story uh, about you, my pat let me didn't you know it was a savage <laughs> yeah huh? all right all right yeah i think love is just not it's not enough and i think what happens when we when we kind of got out of the security phase and everybody was focused on love 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 i mean it ended in you know twice as many divorces because people were like well i'm not in love anymore so i'm out so it's like i'm gonna i need to go find the next high i need to go find the next love i need to go find the next feeling and i think commitment and actually um actually building something together it's more impressive than me um, or why people get married than whether love or security um people say love people say security uh i i don't think either you know that's me not choosing a side again <laughs> <sighs> okay so um it was really misdiplomacy today or politically <laughs> correct or something i don't know what happened uh, uh last we week and the week before bodies. <laughs> Because she was giving you hot ass fire, I guess she, guess it's the holiday spirit. She trying to <laughs> ease up on you, but um, let me go to the social media uh, post. Wait, you didn't give us your opinion. Uh, you tried yeah. to skip that. <laughs> good, good call, Tim. Like I'm like, wait, I feel like we jumped to social media too soon. Go ahead. What's your? Yeah, okay. yeah. Isn't that nice? <laughs> This is John Cash show, but anyway, <laughs> it is podcast co-host. Would you Uncle Anthony and Tammy? Would you marry for love or for security? I would marry for love. Oh, ain't that sweet? We, I, which I already know because you're hopeless man. We already talked about. <laughs> yeah, so I would marry for love because, like uh, Tammy said, uh, well, shit. Basically, anything could change. Given somebody could. Uh, wake up the next day and be like hey i don't want to be with you anymore i'm not in love with you anymore 
you know, but typically if you marry because you love somebody is because you genuinely want to be around them, genuinely want to change for the better for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. If somebody that you care about says like, hey, don't do this or hey, don't do that. <clears throat> if you genuinely care or let me just say if I genuinely care mm-hmm. about their opinion or their viewpoint, I will try not to. You know, I would try not to offend them, especially if it's a reasonable request. Oh, shit. If, may I? Yes. Uh, if I love a person, I'm going to offend your ass all the motherfucking time. You're going to know my, my point of view and I'm going to know yours. But it's not offend to hurt. It's like I got to say what I have to say and I can't be worried. Like if you and I have conversations where we don't like what we're saying necessarily, but we're, our perspective is open. No, I'm saying, okay, if somebody says, could you please not leave like the toilet seat up? Okay. Okay. Like stuff like that. Not like oh. Please. So you're willing to compromise you, or you, make you, compromises. You make compromise. Okay. But like yeah, when the communication, you can't have with communication. You can't really have like a hidden or a thing uh, uh, or a secret communication. You got to have like very blunt conversations because blunt talk, straight talks leads to straight understanding. You know, I live by that motto. Talk with your chest. You say it with say your with chest. chest right. Like I live with that motto because at the end of the day, I don't want anybody to say to me, oh, um, well, you didn't say that to me. Or you, I didn't know that that's what you meant. No. If something, just like in the workplace, you know, sometimes you, you might get mischaracterized as a malcontent or something, but other people like sit there and take the bullshit. I'm not. Is okay. <laughs> because uh, I'm gonna tell you, hey, what you said, what you did, made me feel some type of way. I don't appreciate it. Like nine times out of ten, they might not like you, but they'll respect you because they don't want to hear your mouth. Right, and <laughs> and going back to love, like if you love a person, I would hope that you have a a very high level you have of respect to have, for them. You have to have a high level of respect, yeah. and you have to have a high and healthy dose of communication. Yeah. Hey. This is what I want. This is what I need out of this relationship. Can you provide it? If you cannot provide it, then are you willing to work on providing that? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to work towards attaining that? With me. With yes, me. <laughs> with me. Or on your own. Or, I could, backing or, you. or I could, like, we could help each other get to that, <clears throat> to that level. But other than that, like, what's, like, what's the point of being married if you're not going to at least like the damn person that you're with? Mm-hmm. Now I agree. You got to like each other. Because, like, if I don't even like being around your ass, why am I even... <laughs> Security is a matter of uh, convenience. Mm. That's where a lot of these Hollywood marriages are uh, based in. Security. Yeah. Yeah, that's they're true. Not, they're not based in love. They're based in security. What's the perception? What's the, the perception of the public? What's the perception of my colleagues, my peers. As in beards? Is that what you're... Beards. It could be beards. It could be... Uh, People that are just in, got married. Got married for publicity's sake. You're... Oh, you would make a... Uh, you uh, would market better as a wife as as opposed to a single woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. a wife with a family. You know? Right. So that's, that's my viewpoint. Yeah, security strange. So... Let's go to social media since y'all had me do my Anyala moment. Thank you for sharing <laughs> Anyala. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking to that hole. 
Wait. Speaking to the whole. I'm just going to have some water. I missed that episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Love King Forever says, why marry for security? As an adult, you should already be secure before looking for a life partner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's like expecting the other person to take on your baggage and solve your problems when you aren't in love with them. Uh Duppy Conqueror says love. Eves Kenzie says love. Godson said love. Godson 3000 said love. Let me just jump to Facebook. Uh, Brandon says love only. I can take care of myself. That's, mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Yeah. Wait, you just, I'm had, making a, all those you just had a spasm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. That's okay. all I was saying. Okay. I like that. Uh, Michael says love. Justin says love. I should already be secure before I start to look for relationships. Amira says I doubt I would fall in love with someone not secure. Both. Mm. Like, that's a cop out. I'm with you, girl. You don't have to choose. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky says both of them. Brandon says both. Mark says both. Uh, Terrence says security. Marquis says, love, I have to like you. I'll pay my own bills. Maybe you should, um, would you marry for love? Would you rather marry for love or someone else's money? Would you Is that marry good? for love or someone else's money? Yeah. Um, Justin then went into a, a diatribe. God bless him. Why are you looking at me like that? Go ahead. <laughs> My question, no, because I'm fearing that she's about to give me the Anthony rap no, that she was giving no, you the no, past no, two no. Weeks. no, Tell us what Justin said. My question to the people needing security. So what are your expect- expectations for someone? What do they need to bring to the table versus what are your emotional personality and character interests? And will you feel hurt if someone you love refused to establish a relationship with you because you aren't on the same level they are? Mm. If you have a, a laundry list of requirements for someone, you better match everything on the same level. If not, then you should reevaluate how you date. If you want someone who drives, okay, if you drive a, if I drive a 2020 Audi, Audi A8, I don't drive, so that's why I mispronounced that, <laughs> uh, you better be driving something similar, not a Honda. If you aren't, we're not on the same level. <laughs> if I'm a senior VP and you're only a director, not on my level. Marrying simply for security mm-hmm. is the same as needing a sugar daddy. Someone to help afford you a lifestyle you cannot maintain for yourself. Now you know I highly disagree with that. With the shrug emoji. <laughs> highly, highly, highly disagree with that. Wow. Okay. What are your viewpoints on what Justin said? Right. I don't think people have to be in equal positions. I don't even think people have to be in equal positions financially because everyone brings something different to the table. And as long as you are bringing something complimentary that is needed to make the relationship work. It, it doesn't have to be about equity and equality. It has to, it, it can be about um, polarity. So this is kind of what I bring this to the table. Can you bring this to the, so, and it may be a traditional uh, gender roles uh, type relationship. One person may bring finances. The other person may be bring uh, organization and nurture. And that, so and, and those things, they balance out to me and my world. And I don't think everyone has. You have to be like, I drive a, a, an Acra. You got to drive an Acra. Like it, I think that's kind of silly. That's just, just my personal opinion. And your opinion. The, yeah, like the specifics of it are tricky. Um, I do 
did realize in, in some relationships that I'm no longer going to pursue in that way, that I want to be financially as, uh, similar to the other person um, in terms of what we make or what we bring to the table. Um, because it, you want to do shit. I want to I go places. I want to experience life. I want to buy things together. Right. And it means that I will be the contributor. I just don't want to be contributing so much that I feel like they're not doing much. They're not growing financially or career-wise. That's important. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Just to have that mindset. Um, so I understand what the person's saying, but that that what does he say? Audi to Audi. Audi I think that's kind of to 2020. <laughs> maybe because I'm driving an older car, but I bought it. Like I don't have that kind of connection to that kind of shit. If you drive a Toyota, whatever, I don't care. I drive Uber. That the fact that you drive, <laughs> right? Or no, but no shit. I call Uber. Here's the shit, thing: yeah. if you can afford the Uber and you're not driving, I'm down with that too. Just have something similar to what I'm able to do in that way. And it doesn't have to be the same, though. Silly. Right. It could be di- different, but complimentary. Yeah, com- yeah, the complimentary aspect. Um, but yeah, financial. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. Okay. So um, that wraps up this show. Final thoughts, because I know Uncle Ann got to run out of here. You ain't even and- asked me what my, what my people said. Oh, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I actually posted this question. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, you didn't want to post the head question. That would have got us like, oh. So uh, this this person said, men marry for love or honor. Women marry for security, money, lifestyle, children, finances, social status, pressure, companionship to build wealth, less responsibility. Is what he told. And let me run on over to the book. The good book. The good book. No, Mark uh Mark Z book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um this person said security was the first time around. This time it was for love. I was like, cool. Um, I think I heard the old wise tale. Uh first marriage is for security, second marriage is for love. Um and yeah, the first marriage is some she said first marriage is is the start of marriage. Um and then like somebody who's just like always there with me said i wrote this down the other day tearing in the kitchen i needed you to survive now I release you to thrive so we have the same similar viewpoint is that security needs to be convo- uh need, needs to be cultivated from within so you don't look for someone to provide security for you you need to cultivate cultivate that from within and if if that's um if that's being similarly financially paired with you or whatever that looks like for you, you need to be able to stand on your two feet, on your own two feet. And if you're not in, whether you're in a relationship or not, you need to be be able to feel secure. You don't need to look for that, you know, from a partner because that's that's just not going to work. And it might be a setup in general, like if you're looking for that. Um, uh, Again, like marry for love, look for complimentary pieces that's what's important to me um financially does help but i don't want to marry someone specifically where they have to take care of me or nah or i'm I taking do. care of their asses <laughs> no okay we gonna share, so just do whatever you want out there no 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 like i i get loving up my partner and taking care of a person in some ways but not financially altogether okay at this point in my life <laughs> all right that's fantastic thank you and I just, uh, you know, reiterating, I, I think security needs to be co- um, 
cultivated from when I even think love should be cultivated from within but that's a whole podcast um so (laughs) I'll just say I don't think either is strong enough to keep you in the marriage in today's society so security used to be what grandma and grandpa got married for right they and they they this they they just stayed secure the, the whole lot their whole life and then this this generation is more about quality of life and quality of experiences and so when they're like this this isn't great for me they're willing to back out and speak up and say and, and say the things that some of our our predecessors and ancestors and blah 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 didn't say mm. so cultivate your own fucking security cultivate your own love and then bring that to the relationship to add value okay so i know you got a flight to go catch because you like we in the world is carmen san diego <laughs> oh, yeah. so wait, we would like to <laughs> looking we, for love <laughs> <laughs> we would like to uh, express to you and extend to you a happy thanksgiving is that fair to say Mm-hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, I don't like to speak on behalf of y'all because what? You know, oh no. Sometimes you'd be like, no, that's not the right thing to say. You know, sometimes you sh- y'all don't see this, but Anthony is like Mr. PC. This is like my edit right here. <laughs> and he's like, no, you shouldn't say Standards that. Standards and practice. And then I just, I just put the the envelope up that I have the articles in, and then I just like <laughs> block him out, and I just say what I say. So that's when I have random rants and shit. So we like to say Happy Thanksgiving. And we're going to take a break for Thanksgiving and we'll be back with an all new episode of the John Cash Show podcast with Uncle Ant and Tammy and more on December 16th, 2019. Okay, so December 16th, 2019, there's going to be a new all new episode. Don't worry. Don't cry. Okay, I'll probably. Yes, dry your eyes. I will probably put up a few Facebook lives. I maybe even might get up to doing a special episode. Okay, so be on the lookout for that. I'll keep you all posted uh, on that. So on behalf of Tammy and Uncle Ant, as I always like to say, stay away from negative people because more than likely they have negative bank accounts. And happy Thanksgiving. Oh, happy Black Friday. I wear size 13. Okay, and a size medium in tops and a size like 36 and 32 uh, waist and length in jeans. Okay, if you okay. want and I could fit very well in like Levi's and, uh, you know, you can fit what very well in Levi's. I could fit in jeans very oh, okay. well. Mm. Okay. We're glad you can fit in them, John. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I do wear a size 13. So if y'all want to send like Jordans or Yeezy, whatever coming out, I don't know. Y'all can feel free to send it. So it is said, so it is done. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Black Friday shopping, people. (laughs) Yo, listen in the John Cash.